Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the best damn NFL pod period with Hall of Fame running back Eric Dickerson and USC legend 16-year NFL vet Rodney Pete. presented by DraftKings. Hey, you're listening to the best damn NFL pod period presented by DraftKings. I'm Rodney Pete. He's the Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson, my partner. And to kick off this season, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering new customers the ability to bet $1 on any football team to win and get $200 in free bets instantly. Start the year off right with DraftKings Sportsbook. Make it rain. Make it rain. ED, what's going on, man? What's up, Rodney? How you doing, man? I am good. I am good. I'm excited. You know why? Because we, you know who we got coming on? Know who our guest is right now? I, I know y'all can see him. He's famously known as the Nigerian nightmare. <laughs> Christian Okoye. What's going on, brother? Hey, not much, man. Just sitting over here talking to my two favorite people. <laughs> awesome. I love it. All right, let me get this out the way because you played six seasons in NFL, Kansas City Chiefs, all with the Chiefs. Um, I want to start with this, man, because you came here from Nigeria at 21 years old to compete in track and field. Talk about coming here from Nigeria and competing as an athlete and then adapting to not only the U.S., but California and Southern California. Well, as you know, coming from a different country, like a third world country, Nigeria, and jumping into America is, is a big jump for me. Um, I had never traveled outside of uh, Nigeria before I did that. Uh, so uh, when I came out here, I was lucky enough to have a couple of other Nigerians that I was friends with back home, running track and field with uh, Innocent Egbunike and the black man. Actually, black man just passed away last week. But um, uh, they were here, so they kind of paved the way for me and helped me out since they've been here for like a year before I got here. And uh, running track and field was my thing back then. And uh, growing up playing foot, uh, soccer, I almost said football, but soccer. Um, but um, as you know, I um, was preparing to go to the Olympics in 84. But for some reason, Nigeria left me out. And that's uh, what caused me to decide to play football. So my Wait, wait, Nigeria wouldn't let you, it wouldn't let you compete? Well, they just left me out. They didn't put my name in it. So wow. um, they just left me out of the list. Yeah. So I was heavily disappointed because I had been training. You know, if you train for the Olympics, you, tra- you train for your whole life. You know, uh, right. I look forward to competing in the Olympics. And uh, so when I was left out, I was heavily disappointed. And um, so I wanted to do something else. And my friends have been talking to me and asking me to play football. They told me that I looked like a football player, was strong, fast, and that I can play football if I wanted to. So when Nigeria didn't take me to the Olympics, I decided I'm going to give it a trial. Hey, Rodney, can, can I, I got to say this. When, when, yeah. when I heard about Christian, uh, I'll never forget it. They said, hey, man, that's a guy from Nigeria. He's six foot. He's out there only three or four. He's 265 pounds and runs a four, 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 three or four, four, forty. I'll never forget my reply. I said, that's a damn lie. That's impossible. <laughs> Not knowing it was all true. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, 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 Christian, how, how was it adapting? Because you hadn't played football. You were, you were, like you said, soccer. 
but you hadn't played football when you when you they asked you to join the team. How was it learning the game of football for you? It was very difficult. You know, I mean, um, I had never played any contact sports before. Soccer was a little bit, but nothing like football, of course. And uh, um, it, it took me some time to get used. Actually, I never got used to it. Even to the time I retired from, from the Chiefs, I never got used to the uh, contact and all the soreness and broken fingers and so on and so forth. You know, I, I um, when I started playing, I talked to my track coach every week, you know, several times a week, tell him, coach, I don't like this game. I'm going to quit. And he kept telling me, Christian, they told me you're doing great. Just stick with it. Give it one more week. They told me you are improving every single week. So just stay with it because you never know what's going to happen. So talking to him kind of encouraged me to keep, to keep playing. And, um, so I finished my first year, and then, of course, my second year came around. I played my second year, and I graduated. Uh, because I improved so much during my second year, uh, that was a big article in the LA Times about me um, uh, coming from Nigeria and being, being as big as I was and as strong as I was uh, playing for Azusa. So uh, more people became interested in me and, coming to watch me play and so on. So um, my third year came around and some of the scouts that came, a couple of them came and said, Christian, you might want to go back and play one more year uh, and see if you can make it into the NFL. Um, so that kind of uh, piqued my interest there. Coming from a poor family, playing at least mm -hmm. two years in the NFL will help me out a whole lot and supporting my family. So I, I said, okay, I'm going to go back and play my third year. I went back and played my idea and that changed everything and after that i was invited invited to play in the senior bowl in alabama mm -hmm. and uh, got there and i scored four touchdowns set a record and uh, which still stands by the way nobody's broken that <laughs> i don't think they ever will the way the game is playing now i don't think anybody gonna yeah. break, break that record so, but after that, the Chiefs came and uh, they came several times and uh, they were interested in me and they drafted me in the second round. So the rest is history. And of course, of course, uh, playing at Azusa and jumping into the Senior Bowl was a huge jump for me yeah. because uh, I, I, I was lucky enough to play at Azusa because it's like playing a, in the high school-like type thing with limited plays, a few running plays, the sweeps and the dives. That's all I ran at Azusa. But going to the senior ball, it's like a huge playbook came in. And um, I had to learn it. I had to learn it. You know, if I wanted to succeed, I had to learn it. And then from the senior ball, going to uh, Kansas City was another huge jump. So... Um, but I, I had to dedicate all my time to learning the game and the things that I had to do right in order to succeed. So uh, that's what happened. Yeah, and you get to Kansas City, right? Marty Schottenheimer, right, as a coach? Well, when I got to Kansas City, it was Frank Gans. Frank Gans, uh, Frank, okay. Yeah, Frank Gans, uh, you know, he coached yep. uh, over there in uh, Detroit with you. Correct. So Frank Gans was the head coach because he used to be the uh, special teams coach in Kansas City. So there. Um, elevated him to the head coaching uh, 
position. So he was there. Uh, he was actually the one that drafted me, and he coached me for two years. He got he gets fired in 1989. Marty uh, came in, and uh, I'm gonna tell you a little story about Marty. Um, I'm gonna see his wife next week uh, during the home opener. But uh, when he was hired, one of the first things that he did was call me. I was here in California. He gave me a call. He says, Christian, this is Coach Sean Hammer. I said, Coach, I'm very happy to see that you're with us in Kansas City. He said, yeah, yeah, I want to speak to you. Can you fly to Kansas City? I said, sure. I said, when? He says, as soon as you can. All right. The following day, I jumped on the plane and went to Kansas City. I went to his office, and I sat down. He looked at me, and he says, well, the reason why I wanted to talk to you is that I want to let you know now we're going to run the ball. I'm going to run it a lot. <laughs> Are you ready? I said, Coach, I'm ready. I said that when I played at, when I played at Azusa, <laughs> I, you know, I wasn't a receiver or anything like that. So he just gave me the ball. That's the only thing I can do in football. And uh, he said, okay, that's what I wanted to know. He took me around, introduced me to all the uh, assistant, assistant coaches and, and some of the staff. And that was it. We had three-minute uh, conversation. Flying all the way from California wow. to Kansas City. That's what and I was going to say. He, he flew you. They, you flew all the way from LA to Kansas City so he could look you in the eye and tell you, "We're going to run the ball." A That's lot. right. A lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think I think one of the reasons why he wanted me to come in is that he just wanted to see me, my size and everything. He wanted to see me in person. He's seen me on on, the, on film stuff, but he wanted to see me. Yeah, personally so. And he did. And um, I guess he was happy um, with what he saw. Well, for sure he had to be happy with what he saw, Rodney, because I can tell you, we played against uh, Christian. I, mean, I was with the Colts when we played, when we, when we played against him. Um, and uh, I'll never forget the, the defense was hitting him. And I kept saying, damn, why come <laughs> they it hit him in the backfield? Why come they can't stop him? You know, they're getting their hands on him. But when you see him in person, how big he is, oh, yeah. was and still is. But you know, he, you know, you know, you don't, you don't trim down that Christian, you know, for no plan. <laughs> they all, all of us have. But man, yeah. I, then, I, then I got a chance to see, you know, why they couldn't stop it. And I got, I got to tell this story right quick. When, um, when, um, I think it was, it was 1989, and I'm, you know, I was, that's my third year at the coach, my third year in Indianapolis. And we're in we're in Cincinnati, and you know how you know how it is when you when you plan a you plan a game, and they, they show the board, they show the other teams and what they're yeah. doing. They show oh, you yeah. know, the quarter, but the quarterbacks right, they, he's how he's throwing the ball. They show the rushing stats, uh-huh. you know. They show every running back. <laughs> so I'm looking up, I'm looking up, and, and me and Christian was kind of going back and forth. I think Barry Barry Sanders also. I think Barry Sanders in yep. coming yep. second. So I'm looking at the stats. I'm like, okay, I said, you know, he because the game big game started late. And our game started early. I think he might have been the West Coast and the Raiders. And so I looked up and I, you know, I, I knew I was having a good day. And I, I think I ended up with 130 that day. And I looked up and I looked up and I think Christian had like 70 yards. And I, you know, and they were still like they they just coming to the third quarter. Man, by the end of that game, I looked up there when our game and ended. Man, he had like 190. I'm like, ain't this some shit? Hey. <laughs> 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 And he he ended up, he ended up winning Russian title that year, but I, I matter of fact that game I ended up I ended up hurting my hamstring, so I'm like, and that really frustrated. I'm like, I man, I can't, I won't catch this guy, man, for sure. Okay, so I'm gonna let Christian tell me, you know, kind of going into that last game about what it was like for you, 
but but ed you both of you guys tell me too what when you're at that point because don't let like you said you look at the scoreboard you see what the especially is getting down to nut cutting time and the end of the season and all those things because it's all tied into incentives and bonuses and all that stuff so you know you're looking you're looking and so as as the last couple of games of the season are are approaching are you guys like um, I, i i got a shot at this thing i gotta keep i gotta stay healthy and coach give me the ball i gotta get mine um, are you guys going through that? Because you both, not not only you two, but Barry Sanders, who I was with, all were had a legitimate shot to win the Russian yeah. title that year. Yeah, I tell you, uh, at the time, uh, I didn't even know. As I was, I was telling you, I uh, uh, didn't know much about football, and Russian title wasn't even what I was thinking about. But my teammates were thinking about it. So towards the end of the game. Uh, we had like maybe five minutes left. They were telling me, hey, you can win this Russian title, but Barry Sanders is close. And um, and Eric Dickerson is close too. So uh, I said, well, you know, whatever happens, happens. And I was just sitting over there and coach put me back in the game. And uh, I think we we're playing against uh, uh, Miami in Kansas City. I, was, I can't remember exactly who we we're playing against, but um, uh, put me back in the game. So I gained more yards and... Uh, when the game ended, all my teammates were just slapping me in the back and saying, yeah, you got it, you got it, you got it. And I didn't know what was going on until <laughs> I saw the highlights and saw everything, saw Eric's numbers and Barry's numbers. I said, man, okay. And then, and then, uh, when I got back to Kansas City, I started looking at incentives. Oh, man, I made me some money. <laughs> I made me some money. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was interesting because we're playing Atlanta at the time. And I think we might have been even later than you guys, uh, Christian. I don't know. Did you guys finish in Miami at home or on the road? I don't know what it was, but – we were finishing up and same thing, looking at the scoreboard and all those things. And I what think happened, we played at the same time. Yeah. Because yeah, we so, played in my we played in Miami and right. you guys. Yeah. yeah, we were in Atlanta. Okay. So so the game gets way out of hand in like early third quarter. And so everybody's coming out, you know, late third quarter, and then we finally realized Barry got a shot at this thing. But he's been out of the game for like 15 minutes now. Hmm. And so everybody's trying to get him, hey, hey, we gotta get, we gotta get Barry back in the game. You got a shot at this. Christian's going off. We gotta get Barry to go off too. We gotta get but and he wouldn't go back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't go back in and you guys know Barry, right? You know Barry. Barry was done. He, yeah. had, his, he had his house shoes on, man, on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> he took his pads off. He was not going. He's already comfortable. Yeah, he was already comfortable. He wasn't going back in the game. He was. Uh, he was. He was chilling with it. But yeah, we looked up. It's like man, Christian didn't went off that game. So did. So did he be. But man, it was. Uh, it was Nick and Tuck all that that whole way. What was yeah. it like for you, Ed? That year, I, I didn't really have a shot because I, I hurt my hamstring. That that game that that we I was I was right there neck and neck with Christian. We were going back and forth. I was going back and forth with him, and uh, I I pulled my hamstring in Cincinnati on 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 a, on a touchdown run, like a like a thirty yard touchdown run, and got to the end zone and hurt my hamstring. Like dang, and and, and see when you th- you know running back, you need you need your hamstring. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, man. and I, I swear that was the first thing that came to my mind. 
man, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to, be able to play the next week. And I and I, I that was the first time I think I'd ever missed a game uh, in my seven years was uh, when I when I hurt my hamstring in, in that game. Uh, I think I missed a game that that next week or two weeks later. I couldn't play. I'd always played, and so for me, you know, it, it was frustrating. It was frustrating for me because, you know. I, I knew that, you know, because Christian was having a great year. I mean, it, it, was like, it was almost every week he was putting up a big number, you know. And the thing is, when you play that position, just like any other position, quarterback or whatever, you got to you got to try to keep up with the guy. And, and you watching, you know, you yeah. watching. I'm sure Christian was watching these, watching Barrett. And so, I mean, for me, you can hurt. You can't keep up. No, I know. Absolutely. I, I, I get it. Um, and then – you know, Ed, that you talk about the, the the difference from going from the Rams, and I was just listening to Christian talking about Marty calling him in and saying we about to run the ball a lot, uh, and that's kind of what it was with with John Robinson at and at the Rams talking about running the ball and focus on the offensive line and run first. Um, you go from that to Indy, Ed, where you don't have the same quality offensive line and the philosophy is not necessarily the same. How was that for you? Football's right around the corner. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And with the NFL returning, DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when you bet $1 or more on any football game. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 or more on any week one game to receive $200 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contest. And for week one, DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at a $1 million top prize. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching a game quite like having a free shot at a $1 million top prize. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code BESTDAM to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game and get a free shot at a million-dollar top prize with your first deposit. That's promo code BESTDAM for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania, and new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One wager per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. It was, it was way different. I mean, the philosophy was there because Ron Meyer was there. He was my college coach, so he knew what I could do running the football. So it wasn't, it wasn't a problem with Ron. It was a problem with the, with the, with the team and the offensive line. And like I, think, I, I don't know if I told you this before. I told Christian before. That was the first time being on a football team that I'd ever seen jealousy above, you know, with players. Mm. You know, because when I'm playing SMU, you know, we weren't jealous. I mean, we we, right. we, were, we were a good football team, we were a close-knit football team. Same thing with the Rams. You know, we were a close-knit football team. You know, we talked about it last week with Jackie. You know, exactly how close we were to the football team. But at that football team, with the Colts, that's the first time I'd seen players jealous of one another, players jealous of me. And I mean, like, I just wanted to play football. I wanted all of us to do well because think about this, Rodney. Christian can say the same thing. When you're winning, when you're winning football games, everybody gets the accolades. It's not about yeah. one guy. It's about right. everybody. It's just the football team. Yeah. And that was one of the that, that really, really surprised me. And, man, when I say it was jealousy, 
it was just not with me. It was other guys. I mean, it was other guys that were really jealous of each other. And 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 I, I talked to my buddy Eugene Daniels, which is a defensive back that played with me at Indianapolis. And he said, Eric, he said, man, I never thought the coach was serious about winning. He said, until we heard, we heard that they were trying, they were going to get you. And I said, man, they ain't going to get no Eric Dickerson. They, 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 they bullshit. They ain't going to get no Eric Dickerson. He said, when I, <laughs> said, when I saw you walk through the locker room, he said, man, I was shocked. He said, they all said, we, we might be serious about winning now. But, you know, they were to a point, but, you know, to that point was, you know, Robert Ursay, you know, as an owner, I got to say, man, just not a good owner. And that's just the facts. I mean, I mean, I, I, Jimmy did, did a lot better job. You know, just not a good owner. I mean, just not. I mean, I just got to call like I see it. I mean, it's just a fact. Not a good owner. Uh, some of the stuff he did was not was not. But like I said, if he was the owner today, they they would take that team away from him for some of the stuff that he did was doing back wow. in those mm. times. But not um, bad, huh? yeah, it was that it was that bad. I don't even want to say it was, it was just that bad, but. You know, the, the jealousy was one of the problems. But for, for me, you know, I, I, I think just like Christian, any running back, you want you want to have a chance to, to show your craft. And when you don't have the guys up front, without those guys up front, Christian would not have won that rushing title. The same with Barry Sanders and myself also. You got to have the guys up front. Same thing with you, right? If you don't got the guys up front to protect you as a quarterback, oh, yeah. you know, you, 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 you can't do your job. And, yeah. and, and, yeah. It's, and it's frustrating. And, it, and and it's, you know, I tell people this all the time. It is, it's not equality in the NFL when it comes to organizations and teams and everything is not created equal. Because you, no. I've been in some bad organizations and, and been in some great ones and first class ones. So it, it's it's not all created equal. Um, you're listening to the best damn NFL pod, period, with Eric Dickerson and Rodney Pete and our guest Christian Okoye today. Christian, I, I, Tease Eric a lot about this because when he played, you know, he was making sure that he wasn't going, he wasn't going to take any unnecessary hits, and if he did, he was padded up to make sure he didn't. <laughs> we often talk about that neck roll he wore, but <laughs> when I tell you, you had the biggest neck roll <laughs> in the history of neck rolls. My God, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Y'all get this podcast. Go look up Christian Okoya and Neck Roll. It is neck. <laughs> yeah. Mine is like two shoulder pads built together. That's what it was. No, actually, the reason why my pads were that big or neck roll, as you call it, is um I um I hurt my neck uh, uh training camp in 1989. So they had to build my shoulder pad up so that my head it, it didn't go back. Uh, because every time I hit somebody, my, my whole arm went numb, you see. So they built that to help, to help me um, every time I hit somebody. But uh, it helped a little. It didn't help all the way, you see. So and um, the way it looked, it looked intimidating, but uh, <laughs> it, was, it was for my health. It did. It <laughs> and did. if you saw me, <laughs> Yeah, we came out. Hey, we came out. We came out to play him one year. I was in Detroit. We went to Kansas City, and he came out with that big neck roll and that big old defense <laughs> lineman shoulder pads he had on. And man, I, I looked at the defense. I said, "God damn, y'all in for a long day today." <laughs> yeah, that shoulder pad was so heavy, man. I tell you, um, I think Marty had me jump on the scale one time. I I I went over three hundred pounds. Oh, just God. with. That's yeah, why they could stop it right there. 
<laughs> yeah, it was heavy, man. I was, I was heavy, padded up, you know. And uh, I, I have to go back to college, though. When when I was playing at Azusa, uh, Eric was, uh, of course, in Anaheim playing for the Rams, and I, I watched Eric. Man, I, I I tried to learn things from him. Of course, I wasn't as fast as he was, and I wasn't as shifty as he was. Uh, but um, I, I was just trying to learn some of the demeanor and the mindset of a running back uh, when he played over there. So I watched all these games. And, of course, Marcus Allen was playing for the Raiders at the time, too. So I watched him, too. So those two guys were my heroes that I watched at first in college. And then when I got into the NFL, I had to get films from Walter Payton, Jim Brown, Jim Teller from uh, Green Bay Packers. You know, kind of watch those guys and try to learn, you know, their demeanor and apply it to my game too. So, uh, so watching these guys helped me out a whole lot. Yeah. No. When you speak about that, Christian, I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. There are a few guys when you watch them, you like, you, you kind of want to emulate them. You want to be like yeah. them. I, I remember, you know, guys I played with, and even you know. When, even when even when you get out in the open field, you say, I'm going to run like E.D. Look at E.D., you know, yeah. because E.D., it was so pretty. <laughs> it was. It, it's probably why he's so good at golf right now, because his head never moved when he was running. It was just straight on, and the leg he was, was uh, He was sprinting. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it was smooth <laughs> hey. as hell. Yep. Hey, speaking, speaking of golf, don't, don't let this guy on the phone fool you, uh, Rodney. He, 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 he won some money from me a couple of days ago. I was, I was mad at him. <laughs> wait, he, wait, wait! He took it. He took money from you on your birthday. Yeah, yeah he took money. From, he took money <laughs> on, 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 on part of my birthday, the first. But, but, but because let me tell you something. You know, I, t- I told I told Chris and, and Chris Hale is you know you know Chris Hale. You yeah. know all USC guys. Y'all always say that fight on stuff. <laughs> yeah, fight on. <laughs> fight on. Don't hate it. Don't well, hate I it. Him, I said, look, I, said, I, 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 I you see, see, look, they, 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 they can't help it. They can't help it, Chris. They all the same, man. They so all the same. All of the same. All of the same. Yep. I said, you're crazy. They, they walk by and said, fight on. I'm like, come on, stop that crap. <laughs> so so anyway, I told Chris, I said, man, he said, what's your birthday? Actually, but I said, well, look, I said, in the country, see, but I'm from in the country. They do stuff a little different. Now, supposedly my birthday was really on the 1st of September. Supposedly. I'm not even sure still. But my mother's <laughs> made up a second for school wait, purposes. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, <laughs> wait, wait, what? Yeah, what? Yeah. So I, I'm still, I'm still not sure if it's on the first or the second. Because <laughs> said, for purposes, we said it was on the second of September. You, you like what Juneteenth? You like Juneteenth? Right, you right, exactly. You got it. So, so anyway, Rodney, like I say, I'm, I'm still just not sure. You know what day is, but I bet the second was <laughs> all I know. So, but on the first, but on the first, on the first, yeah, they they beat me up mighty bad at the golf course. I mean, and he took he took my money. So, but yesterday I got my money back. Okay, he got his money back yesterday. But okay. I tell you what, yeah, Eric celebrated birthday two days. Two days. You, know, you don't know what day it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm so. still celebrating. I'm the same day. I'm still celebrating. <laughs> 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 it could be on the third. Who knows? Or the fourth. Hey. Hey, what I think it's a Texas. I think it's a Texas thing because uh, two tall Jones was the same. He told us that story. Remember, Eric? Yeah, he sure did. So same story. Yeah. He wasn't sure about his birthday. 
for yeah. sure. He wasn't sure. sure. Yeah. Hey, Rodney, let me tell you, when I when I got when I, I look at my birth certificate, I think my birth certificate right now. And my birth certificate says Negro child. Let's <laughs> 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 tell you how long it was Negro child. Really? Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's a long time ago. What, wow. what, what does the date say? Sometime between well, September first and <laughs> September third. Exactly. It, it, it looked like it been penciled in. You know, the one like it been turned into a two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! Man. Oh my god! Um, all right. Uh, so, so Christian. Okay, so you're you're in Kansas City because I I know Kansas City before like early 80s when they had nobody in the crowd. Yeah. It felt like when when Marty got there, you guys start winning. That's when the real, because it's not like back in the early 80s, Kansas City crowd was not like the crowd they have now. And no, when you were playing. No, playing no. in front of that crazy crowd. People don't understand until they go there and play in Arrowhead how oh, difficult yeah. it is to play there. What was it like playing for the Chiefs at that in that crowd? Man, I tell you what, the first two years, like I told you, when Frank Gans was our head coach, I think um, we had 8,000 people in the stands every game. Mm -hmm. uh, you know how they give players two season tickets? Yeah. I couldn't give mine away. <laughs> I, could not, I could not give my ticket away. Every time I ask friends, hey, you want to go to the game? No, that's all right. You know, I couldn't give it away. But when, when Marty came, of course, Carl Peterson came, right. uh, was hired, and then they hired uh, Marty Schoenheimer. Um, things started going up. We started selling tickets like crazy. And that year, we started selling out. And then, of course, we started winning. Right. You see, so um, Carl Peterson and Marty Schottenheimer brought football back in Kansas City. And, uh, and, uh, and then ever since then, it's been, it's been that way. Hey, Christian, what, 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 uh, what was y'all's record that year in 1989? When you won the Russian title, what was y'all's 89, I think we were... Eight seven and one. Eight seven and one. Yeah, eight seven and one. I think I remember. Who, who, that. who, who was the quarterback then? We had several. We have. We had that. Um, Steve DeBerg was uh, one of them, right? At one point. Well, Steve DeBerg, yeah, I think came in nineteen eighty nine. But uh, uh, Ron Jaworski came. Ron Jaworski came. Uh, let me see. Uh, Jaws, then, Jaws came to, to Kansas Oh, City. yeah. Jaws, Jaws was, was, out, he was with 80, us for about a Yeah. In 89 or uh, earlier than that? I, I think, he, I think he was there. I think he was there in 89. Yeah. Jaws. Yeah. What was he, 48, 48 when he came to play for y'all? I don't know how old he was, but he was old, man. He was old. <laughs> but he, he was just having fun. He was just cracking yeah. jokes everywhere. But uh, great yeah. guy, uh, Steve DeBerg, and then uh, Dave Craig came later on. Dave Craig, right, right, from right. Seattle. Yeah, it's, it's amazing how when you when you when you leave the league in Russian or you have a great running attack, uh, most most running backs don't have quarterbacks. I mean, it's, it's rare. When I think about guys who had a quarterback, like I think about Emmitt, who had he had a quarterback. He's, he's lucky to have Troy Aikman and have all of the, the, all those weapons. You know, in the line. Uh, yeah, I mean Marcus. He he, he had um, that was we won a Super Bowl with. He was Plunkett. older, but he yeah Plunkett. Plunkett. I mean yeah Plunkett. I mean man, you you can you, you can run the football, but most most of the time, like OJ never had a had a quarterback. Um, then they become what Walter, one, one Walter, dimensional, Walter, right? Yeah, yeah, right. One dimensional. Walter never had a quarterback. 
I mean, you just find guys that never had, Jim Brown never had a quarterback. I mean, yeah. it's like it's like like they like I don't know like they like they we got a running back. We don't need a quarterback. We just want to go put everything on the running back. Right. Especially, especially back <laughs> when when yeah. you when you know you got to be balanced in order for everything mm-hmm. to work. Yeah. You know? yeah, which which is yeah. crazy. Like Christian, going from when because we all overlapped in times that we played, and and you go back then, but you look at it now. And, and how the game is played now from the running back perspective. I want to get both of you guys on this. From the running back perspective, what do you think of the game now and how would you fit in right now the way the game is played? Well, you know, a, a lot of people say that uh, the game today is a passing, you know, it's a passing game. You know, I think uh, Eric and I talked about it briefly at some point in the past uh, that when New England were winning their Super Bowls, they ran the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People don't remember that. Everybody focused on Tom Brady, but they still ran the ball. They ran it effectively. You know, nobody paid, paid, paid any attention to that. Uh, so no matter how good your quarterback is, you still need to be able to run the ball. And Kansas City, we run the ball some, not as much as New England were running it, but we still run the ball. Our quarterback is a running quarterback when he needs to. And then we have um, the running backs who can, you know, even if it is just three yards that you gain, he's still running the ball and it helps the quarterback, helps the offense, as you know, being a quarterback. So, um, but fitting fitting into the game today, oh man, I tell you, I think I can fit in, you know, because uh, guys don't tackle anymore. They don't practice. (laughs) Right. You know, (laughs) They, they do not practice. So, I mean, they're gonna arm tackle me, and and I'll, I'll, I'll gain nine yards a carry. I will say, I'm not a, a ridiculous in who can run seventy yards every every time we touch the ball, but I can give you, you know, a little bits here and there and get you there. I, I disagree with that because any any time a man can run a, a four 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 three forty at two hundred and seventy pounds, you can go all the way. <laughs> so, you know, that, yeah, that, we've that, seen that, him go all the way too. So, matter, matter of fact, I think the year you ran, you, the year that you uh, run the rushing title, I think you had a fifty-two yard touchdown. So that shows you can go all the way. You know, I I, I disagree with with that one. Yeah, you but, know but, how you but, are, but, Christian. Yeah, you get out in the open ahead of steam. Ain't nobody want to get in front of you. Ain't nobody. They're they gonna make a business decision, right? You know. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. True. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna make a business decision. Uh, you mentioned uh, Kansas City and what they're doing now. And obviously, Mahomes is a superstar quarterback. But you look at the Super Bowl that just happened, and Tampa played them kind of a little bit in reverse. They played them to say, I dare you to run the football. They knew their tackles were, were struggling. Um, and so they sat back and covered two and, and dared them to run the football, and they, didn't, they couldn't really run the football against Tampa. Um, yeah. So, which is to your point, where you have to be something. You have to be able to run the football because they, if they take something away from you, which Tampa did in the Super Bowl was smart, then you have to be able to do something else, and they weren't able to. We didn't have the personnel. We did not have the personnel in the Super Bowl. I mean, um, like you said, our offensive line were injured, you know, and uh, we have substitutes and. Uh, uh, running back, we have uh, Clyde Edward, um, only him. And um, I mean, he's a he's a kind of a smaller guy in size, 
So he couldn't carry the load. He's not going to be able to run the ball the way he wanted to. Uh, on the flip side, if you watch Tampa Bay, when they were running their offense, they ran the ball effectively against us in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they yeah. got good size running. To, to, again, to your to your point of of Tom Brady and Super Bowl and how you win, they won because they were able to run the football. Yes, yes, they ran the ball and they ran it effectively, and they have the quarterback who can also throw it, you know, and, and accomplish it, but. Um, we weren't able to do that. Everything was handed over to uh, Mahomes and he couldn't do it alone. You see? So, but I think we've learned and we have acquired some, you know, running backs that can help out with that. And if we stay healthy offensively, offensive line staying healthy, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, that's, that's the most football team. Like I, I said that last week, right? I knew talking about the Rams. I said, look, you, you got to keep a team healthy. If your team is beat up, I mean, and, and, and a lot of times people don't know. People don't know those guys on that front line are very important. You don't know their names. You, you yeah. I, I guarantee you most people can't name all the offensive linemen on the football team. Even if they're winning, even on their team, they can't name the offensive line linemen. Yeah. Those guys are so important up front, man. I mean, and when you lose one of them, and y'all y'all lost yeah. two, lost two yeah. offensive linemen. Man, that's yeah. that's our most important to come back from because now you playing with backups, and that's why I say, look, the reason they're backups is because. They're not, the, they're not the best guys on the field. They're backups. That's why they're backups. And they want exactly. to want your best to go against a backup. Oh, I'm, it's great. I'm against a backup. No problem. He yeah. don't he he doesn't feel comfortable in that position. He hadn't played 16 weeks or he hadn't played 10 weeks. He's a backup. Yeah. And it's nothing, and, it's nothing against the backup, but that's just that's <laughs> his role. And and it's important because that group, more so than anybody else, has got to play together and have that understanding of I, he's got my back. I know he. I got him on this side. They know the mannerisms of the, the guard knows the tackle, the yeah. tackle knows the center. So they know each other so well. So when you lose them in the between, I don't care how good the guy is. He comes into that mix where they already had a rhythm going and now they got to try to change up that rhythm. It's difficult for any team to be able to do that. And also doing it right before the Super Bowl. It's, yeah. it's I mean, the last game, the most important game in the season. It can't, it can't, it doesn't come easy like that. Yeah. See, yeah. Patrick Mahomes found out in that Super Bowl how I lived in Detroit most of the time, running for your life. Was that your life in Detroit? That's yeah, your, that's man. The life of quarterback in Detroit. <laughs> you, see, you see all the dances Matt Stafford been doing since he got out of Detroit? <laughs> uh, I tell you, I tell you, Jared Goff, I feel bad for my family. Oh, oh I feel bad. I, f- I do. I feel bad for him because they, they, ooh, that's going to be ugly. That's going to be ugly. You listen to the best damn football pod period presented by DraftKings. Christian, before you let you go, I, I want to talk about something that, that's really cool, man. You you started the California Sports Hall of Fame. Um, talk about that and why you did it and how's that going and how can we others people get involved with and all the things that you got going on with that. Oh man, I tell you, it got started um, when I went to the uh, I went into the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame, and uh, after that I came back to California and I was thinking whether California had one, um, and uh, I started doing my research and I called everybody. First person I called was Bill Walsh, and uh, he told me he says, "Christian, I never heard of one in California," and so I told him I said, uh, "Coach, if I start one, would you support?" He said, "Sure, just give me a call." Let me know what you need. I said, okay. So I started calling everybody. I called Reggie Jackson. I called uh, Magic Johnson. 
um, and uh, called uh, uh, John Wooden, you know, Tommy Lasota, mm-hmm. and everybody threw in their, their support. I said, okay. And I started that in 2006. And um, on the 2007, we uh, did our, we hosted our first in, uh, induction. And ever since then, we've been doing it every year. And it's been going well. It's been going well. I think uh, in the next year or so, we're going to start uh, building a museum here in Ontario. So oh, we, have, right? we, yeah, we're talking about that now, negotiating that. So um, I can't wait. That's great, man. That that is great. Listen, um, I don't know about you, Ed. I can't thank you enough, Christian. We 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 know you, man, and we we love you. Your history and your story is unbelievable. Coming from Nigeria, coming over here, not understanding everything, but putting that work in and, and getting it in and getting it done and uh appreciate to call appreciate to be able to call you a friend man thanks for joining us again no 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 doubt well, I, thank you man can i take can i tell my quick my, my quick story of about course. how, how we became friends so so after that 1989, <laughs> 1989 season we go to the pro bowl we go to the pro bowl and uh I'm, i met we met on the plane we talked on the plane most of the flight over and we're going to get to the hotel. And, you know, you get to the hotel, you're going to go, we're going to go down to the beach. You know, we're going to see the girls and stuff. Because, you know, we're young, so we're going to go down to the beach. So we're in the same hotel. So I say, man, look, we're going to go to your room and, and, and change. And we're going to come back. And we're going we're gonna to make the meet go down to the beach. So some guys came to my room. We sitting there, we're talking and stuff. I'm like, man, what is taking Christian so long? I mean, seriously, Rodney. <laughs> look like we're waiting on, you know, you go to your room, put your bag up, and you go straight to yeah. go down to the beach. Man, I go. We, all of us gets by four. We go down, knock on the door, knock on the door. He comes to the door. Remember them Zuba pants? Remember the Zuba? The, <laughs> yeah, Zuba the, pants? the colorful ones, the big colorful the ones. Big bands. Yeah, yeah, look like yeah. Man, he come over the Zuba pants and 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 the Zuba and the Zuba the, the the shirt to match it. Man, let me tell you something. I, we could not stop laughing. <laughs> they fell. They fell off laughing. Oh I, my I, god. <laughs> Well, I got back to my room, and these guys had sent a huge bag full of Zubas pants and shirts and things, you know. So when I got back to my room, I saw these bags, and man, what is this? I opened it up, and I said, man. So I started trying them all, all on. Or as I was trying them all, Eric knocks on the door. So I opened the door. <laughs> I had them on, so they all started laughing at me. <laughs> I mean, he had he, Wait, he had, he he had a zebra print on. That was, I think that was the funniest. Was, was he coordinated? Was he coordinated? Oh my god! I said so. I said I'm from Nigeria. I ride zebras at the school. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Was he on safari or what was he doing?" Oh my god! I'm <laughs> Hey, those pants became popular, though, man. Became popular. <laughs> they did. They did. People, hey, there's some cats still wear them today. So, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, they They're do. still around. They do. He is the Nigerian nightmare. My man, Christian Nakoya. Thanks for joining us on the Best Damn Football Podcast, period, presented by DraftKings. Thanks so much, brother. We appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.